Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. This is Ask Your Workwife College Edition, where Vanessa and Holland go back to school. We're answering the five most important questions we get from college students who are headed into corporate America. We want to make sure you are set up for success before you even get that diploma in hand. Let's fucking go. This is the second episode of our collegiate series, our back to school series. Yes. Our- <laughs> <laughs> I imagine collegiate lettering and sweatshirts. And oh like, my God. Yeah, right? Like... Ask your work wife like kale like Yale. Yes. Can we do that? Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> Literally send me. Okay. We're back to school. You have your ask your work wife sweatshirt. Mm. We are doing the collegiate thing. It is rush week. Actually, it's not. It's internship week. Great. Yeah. The second most popular question we get from college students is how the heck do I get experience before I have any? Because I'm out here thinking about applying for jobs and all I can see is that that job description requires me to have three to five years of experience. And I'm like, I've been in college for the last few years. And there's your answer. Right, like, I'm going to stop you right there. That's the answer. Your collegiate experience has, lo and behold, been three to five years. Would you look at that? Where the fuck do you get three to five years experience? In college. This brings us to what is the point of college. Yeah. And I think people approach it in a couple different ways. Those of you who are listening to this podcast are probably in the realm of, I know that college is good for something. It's good for giving me experience, education, skills that are going to prepare me for the real world when I have to make money in order to live. Or the second way people go to college (laughs) is... It's just something that I do. It's fun. It's going to give me life experience. I'm going to like really understand who I am at the end of this. Like it's like a second adolescence. And that's kind of how it's become. College didn't used to be this way. It used to be for two reasons. Medical school, law school, period, the end. Because that's a very specific type of education that you need in order to practice that. That's the key. That specific practice medical practice, law practice, and be considered an ethical upstanding member of that community who has to operate independently, but also be held accountable. This, this is why college existed, period. Since then, the last couple hundred years, it's turned into, especially in America, it's not necessarily this way in other countries, but in America, it's turned into, I just feel called to like, underwater basket weave i feel like that's where my hey. sorry hey, as a professional <laughs> underwater basket weaver i mean harpist i mean feel right. personally attacked it, it yeah exactly like do you really need to go to college for four years to learn how to play the harp turns out not right like are there <laughs> other ways to do that turns out yes okay so like this is my only point here is like college is here for you to get experience in the real world college is for those who are doing it right the first of your next three moves snaps snaps How do we do that? How do we do that? Let's talk about it after the break. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, wait, I'm not in college. I've not been in college for some time now. If you're like us, is there someone in your life who needs this episode? My little sister, we have been talking about this stuff for seven years. And you know what? She's doing a great job. <laughs> I think everyone with little sister has been a college advisor at some point. Right? I did this with my sister. And and I wish I'd had a resource like this. It was like, hi, I'm not going to spend my 20 hours because they're now worth $125 an hour. Uh-huh. You're welcome. I'm just going to give you this content. And it's exactly what I would have told you. Exactly. I'm also planning on giving this content to my son when he's 14, 15, 16. Go off. Right. So share with your little sister. Share with your sorority sisters. Share with your cousin, your niece your nephew obviously (laughs) send our instagram ask your work wife we'd love to have him so if we're out here trying to get a job 
thinking about trying to get a job, knowing we have to get a job after this, and all those job descriptions are requiring three to five years experience, and we know what is college for? Experience. Woo! Three to five years. Amazing. Wow. Shocker. Perfect. It's like they knew what they were asking for. Everybody's bitching about this, but I think it's completely fair for employers to ask for three to five years experience from recent college graduates. What the fuck have you been doing for the last three to five years? You've been in college getting experience in this field. And the most frustrating thing for me is when friends, colleagues, clients have come to me and they're like, they're graduated past mm-hmm. tense and they're unemployable. <laughs> and, and I, and I asked them like, well, what have you been doing for the last three to five years? Legitimately one of my very best friends and she understands this is a problem. And I have no, she has no issue with me telling the story is she went every single summer. She went home and she lifeguarded at the pool. Did she want to be a pool manager? She did not. Okay. <laughs> she did. She did not. She grew up around DC. So she, like, her father's in government contracts. Her mom's in government contracts. Like she grew up in this world. She understands geopolitics. Like she graduated in geography and geology and Arabic. She also is fluent in Chinese. Like she should be the most employable person in the history of the universe. She should go point. into politics. She should go into Eastern like political or commercial relationships, the CIA, she can Uh work in big oil. Mm -hmm. She can work in even big tech, right? You can go to China. Like she understands how the whole world works. And yet she spent every summer lifeguarding at the pool. So when she came out of school, she had nothing to offer. She couldn't get hired. No, absolutely not. It was so heartbreaking because she just spent four years learning all the things she needs in order to be a super productive member of a very highly lucrative industry. Any of them. (laughs) Yeah. Pick one. Multiple verticals. (laughs) Yeah. All over six figures, yeah. traveling the world, like like the life we all dream about. Like, I want to travel. I want to ha- make a lot of money. Powerful. Yeah, I want to, like, change the course of human history. Fine. She was ready to do that. But because she literally, legitimately, I can't, oh, cannot stress, you can tell how frustrated I am. I cannot stress <laughs> yeah. this enough. Fast forward, she's doing fine now. Okay, but... At that time, it was so heartbreaking for me to realize she spent all this money and all this time and all this effort and couldn't get a job because she had no experience. We don't want you to end up like, did we say her name? Nope, Lydia. We don't want you to end up like Lydia then. And we're going to finish Lydia's story for you in episode three. Yeah, be no, like Lydia In the next now. episode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to tell you more about like how Lydia in particular handled this particular moment in her life. But we don't want you to be like Lydia when she graduated from school. No. Okay. We're going to talk to you about a couple ways to do it. How to use your three to five years of experience in college to give you the three to five years of experience required for a job. <laughs> it's like so crazy to me. So crazy. Is, is it crazy? It's not actually crazy. I loved when we were planning this episode that I said the three to five years and you were like, like it just clicked in your brain. Ding, like, ding, ding. Like all the little gears were like, oh. College is the first of your next three moves, and there's a few different ways to get experience while you're in college. Number one, summer internships. Number two, during the semester. While you're taking classes, you can actually gain experience. And number three is through clubs, events, societies, sororities, student council, like the really nerdy shit. It's time for you to step up and realize like that's the way to get corporate experience early. Let's dive into summer internships and what that might look like if you're building out your next three moves during that time. expect you to have experience freshman year okay but by the time you get between freshman sophomore year you should have something lined up this is a job where you learn how to handle money and learn how to be client facing these are two very specific hard skills maybe soft skills I don't know what we're called skills skills that like will get you really really far these are the first two things that employer looks at to prove that you're trustworthy and that you're good with people Mm-hmm. Because it turns out that's what you're doing the rest of your whole fucking career in corporate America. Are you trustworthy? Are you good with people? 
you learn it freshman sophomore year this this is the moment you can be a cashier you can be a barista you can work in retail like you can be a receptionist at a swim school yeah totally like don't be a lifeguard be the what who manages a lifeguard be the lifeguard manager Mm -hmm. or be the scheduler for community pool right Mm -hmm. because that shows that you're willing to work with you work with high level stakeholders all Mm -hmm. the fancy ass people who live in the neighborhood right nice you manage a schedule of the clubhouse you can learn how to like manage like this party is happening there and this party is happening very here. Very similar right? allocations. You're responsible yes. for, for people and communications. You know how to answer the phone, be polite, You're represent probably purchasing the supplies, yes. talk with vendors, totally. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Internal, external, take- yeah. yeah, all that stuff. I can get you hired in supply chain tomorrow with even three months of experience <laughs> with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying is like, don't just sit there and like be responsible for people's lives. Be responsible for your own goddamn life. So if freshman, you know, between freshman and sophomore year, you've learned those two skills, handling money, building trust, client relationships, then what skills are we like looking for or trying to build or what are we trying to do between sophomore and junior year? Solid questions. Between sophomore and junior year, you're making those decisions about your major. You're specializing in your major. Freshman, sophomore year, you're still taking generals, whatever, whatever. Sure. Between sophomore and junior, you're switching into like a more specialized thing. You're taking more of your major classes, more of your high level, 300, 400 level classes. At that point, you should know kind of what you want. So you need to make a shift from maybe your receptionist job into like your dream job adjacent. So like you're looking for your receptionist at the law library because you want to be a lawyer. You're right. a receptionist at the dental office because you want to be a dentist. Maybe at this point you like got your phlebotomy certificate so you can start clocking hours towards pre-med stuff. Whatever it is, you're doing the kind of grunt work in the space you want to be in eventually. It might be a lateral move from what you did the previous summer. Totally fine. The goal is to get in your industry. So then we look, we're looking at junior, senior all of a sudden. Oh my God, this has gone by really fast. But, <laughs> but so far, this is the third year. Turns out there's three summers and four years of college. Great. This is why we look at three to five years experience. Look at that. I've had experience over three years. Think about it that way. It may yeah, have been four obviously. months at a time, yeah. but like it's in the last three years. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. So now we're looking suddenly at your junior to senior year. You know exactly what you want. You understand that like... I'm going to graduate soon, right? Like, oh shit. And you need to have something lined up. And what we're looking for here is an actual structured internship that should be the precursor to a job offer. What you do between junior and senior year should give you a job offer after you graduate. Mm-hmm. That's Amen. what we're looking for. Good. Now, this this is where most college students fall short is they don't think about an internship until this moment. So they've probably been lifeguarding at the pool until between junior and senior year. So this is their first foray into this. They have they don't have the one to two years right. that is required to get that third year. Uh-huh, <laughs> exactly. And so they're trying to learn handling money, client facing, understanding their industry a little bit and do this actual job that is a grade because it's probably part of your program. You're probably getting credits for it. Yeah, Yeah, right? So like you're trying to do all that at once. You can do it that way. I wouldn't recommend it. It's a handle. Mm -hmm. Right. So by the time you get to this junior, senior internship, it's organized by your program. You've applied for it. You've been accepted. It's usually with a top company that has some kind of partnership with your university. And and you don't have to worry about any of that other like skill building that yeah, the just was easier to get in another sure. previous way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In those past two internships, you learned that like, we talked about this in even episode one of our whole podcast, not just this collegiate <laughs> series, but like that corporate jargon, right? The rules of corporate America yeah. that aren't really clear. I think this is episode five as well. Like yeah. you just, you just need to start 
immersing yourself in this corporate world totally. so they can understand it. Cause it's not something, unless you're listening to us that you can be taught, right? That <laughs> right. Really, like, no one's teaching mm-hmm. you how to do this. So um, you're going to learn those, those first two summers. And then your third one, you've already, you're already a leg up on everyone else as an intern. Cause, Cause you just pro- get it now. Totally. And yeah. you're probably going to be an intern pool and you want to stand out because the more you stand out in your internship, the better your offer is going to be after you graduate. If you're in programs like a business school, usually recruiters are going to come to you. So there is part of even a class you have to take that is recruiting. So they will walk you through how these interviews go. These are these are going to be if you want to end up in a big four consulting or even big law or big tech or big whatever. Like there's going to be a class you take as part of the business school or probably the accounting school, something like that, where they're coming to you. To do and there's this. a day and you'll know about it. And yep, if you totally. miss it, that's like and they teach on you how to. Yeah, they t- <laughs> teach you. We need that on a shirt. We like they teach you how to dress. They teach you how to comport yourself. They teach you what your resume looks like. Those are those specialized things that we talked about in the resume episode that like, mm, there's something, there's slightly different rules here. You learn those there, but that's only if you're in business school. So if your school, your department, your college doesn't bring recruiters on campus, you have to find it yourself. There's but- typically an internship office that handles all internships. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like I set up an internship for my publishing company when I worked at a publishing house, I needed free and cheap labor. Um, so I, I called the internship office on campus and I said, Hey, I'd like to post an internship so that anyone who's looking for an internship can go and find it. It's almost like a job board. So go to your internship office, talk to them about what you want to do, where you want to be. And they will probably match you with someone there that might not be publicly available. So you could find really cool internships, really cool jobs that not everyone's going out for. Last little note here. Um, if you know, if you're hearing this too late, it's like fall of your senior Senior year year and you're like, I missed that boat. We recommend taking around school a little longer, like stay in school, take a couple extra classes, like do an internship during fall, spring, summer, get an internship that's meaningfully going to employ you or have the opportunity to employ you post-graduation under your belt before you graduate. It's just, it's so much easier to do while you're at school. Because once you graduate, people expect you to no, thirty-five years experience. Totally amazing. Right? <laughs> so, in fact, I have a friend who he he actually delayed his graduation. He, he did an internship junior to senior year. Realized he didn't want to go into that part of the business. He's like, this type of thing is not my. It was contracts. So it's an incredible I'll, learning. Yeah, for your for your career, that it you was, don't want to do something right. Yeah. Like I, I, the only advice I'd give him if he could change his whole life is to do that internship between his. Sophomore and junior year, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he was stuck between junior and senior year doing this internship and he just got to the end of that four months was like, I don't fucking want to do this. This whole branch of things is contracts. So I get it. Did not want to do. So he called me and he's like looking for other, he's like looking for other jobs. And he started interviewing with my dad at HP and they realized like HP will not hire you unless you're an intern first. So what he ended up doing is delaying his graduation. He's finished all his classes. He just didn't apply for graduation, which oh, is kind of a life hack. You're welcome. such a yeah. hack. No one needs to walk with all the cute little 20-somethings. Like, no one fucking cares. Yeah, yeah. If it's going to help you get a job. Super don't care. Yeah, super <laughs> don't care. So he delayed his graduation. He did. He finished all his classes, was ready to he graduate. He just delayed graduation. Sorry. Uh-huh. That's, again, life hack. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And then he applied for this internship, moved to Houston, got hired as an intern, did an internship with my dad and then applied for graduation, got sent his diploma. And then they just flipped a switch in his employee record and said, now he's a full-time employee Uh, and he got a fuck ton more money. And then he went on to have like a 10 year career at HP. It's incredible. It's incredible work. So the ROI on that graduation delay was Uh, immense. Yeah. It was like uh, (laughs) $80,000. 
Okay, what, then. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's where, like, if you've missed the junior, senior year internship, or you did it and it wasn't what you wanted Mm -hmm. you still have options so like don't Don't write it off yeah don't just graduate because you feel like you have to use this to your advantage it's your life I super love this series. The Ask Your Workwife College Edition makes me so happy. I love, Holland knows this, I love working with teenagers more than probably anything else. She super does. <laughs> One of the things that I realized though is like, there are a lot of parents who are not set up to coach their kids through high school, through college, through building a career. Because the world of corporate America has changed. We talk about this every week on this podcast, <laughs> right? So one thing we'd like to offer specifically during this five week period where <laughs> Vanessa and Holland go back to school, is free career coaching to anyone who's in high school and freshman year college. This is a multi-thousand dollar value thing, (laughs) but we feel so passionately about setting students up for success, getting into corporate America, and kind of single-handedly closing that wage gap for women, that we are willing to put our time and energy into this unpaid in order to get you what you want. So if you're interested, and we hope you are, send us an email at help at askyourworkwife.com, and we can't wait to hear from you. We're back from our break and we just finished discussing how to use your summers between semesters to get the experience you need to get a job. So now we're going to discuss the other two ways that you can think about getting that experience you need in order to get the job you want. What you can do during the semester. The first way during the semester is really in your classes. Really take a look at your professors. You need to understand who they are and what they're doing. I tend to not have professors who have just been in academia for a really long time because the old adage, those who can't do teach turns out to be true. I have a, I have a friend, love him dearly, but he was working in marketing and like he was unemployed. He wrote a breakup letter on LinkedIn, red flag. Yeah. (laughs) And, and like he reached out to me for leads. He interviewed at my agency. He interviewed a couple of places. And like after, after my agency interviewed him and it didn't go anywhere, the next thing popped up on his LinkedIn, he's teaching. I'm like, no, you can't do marketing. You can't get a job in marketing. And now you want to teach marketing. I, I nearly wrote his rate my professor myself because I was just Ugh. like, I can't, I can't. So like people in academia have not been in the real world for a really, really, really fucking long time. Usually what you're looking for is professors who have consulting on their LinkedIn. First of all, that they have a LinkedIn. We're not all about <laughs> academic Twitter right now. Okay. Yeah. We want them to have a LinkedIn green flag. We want them to have recent experience in LinkedIn. We're talking board memberships. We're talking consulting. We're talking, they have their own agency on the side. We're talking, they like somehow are getting paid to do the thing that they're supposedly an expert in so much so that they're now teaching this to young people in the world. This sometimes mean, means that you're looking at adjunct professors, not tenured professors. Great. Right? And like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. In academia, the adjunct professors are considered less than, but if you in college are looking for experience, you're looking for that adjunct professor for a couple of reasons. One, they're going to know exactly what your industry looks like right now and be able to teach you that skill. Number two, that's going to be the lead on your first job out of college. So you need to network the fuck out of that relationship. Because they still have relationships in the industry. Exactly. The second thing you really need to look at during the semester are the classes you're taking. Are they leading to skill development or are you just reading proofs to navel gaze? Like what are, what are we doing, right? And and <laughs> Go to Walden Pond. <laughs> right. Contemplate. Literally and metaphorically. The nature of men. Yeah. <laughs> but in this example, I mean, underwater basket weaving turns out to be a great class. If you want to be a master underwater basket weaver. There you go. Thank you. Respect. <laughs> You're so welcome. It was a stretch, life. but okay. <laughs> but yeah, like there are some like life skills you need to be learning. But if you're sitting around like, I don't know, I 
Does it count if you're a music major and then you take English classes on the side? <laughs> no. I wish everyone could see my face. Like, no. I would want you to be a music major and take accounting classes. Yeah. Like personal no finance shit. classes. Like, I think everyone should take a personal finance class, period, the end. <laughs> If you're a music major and you take a podcasting class or you go work at the radio, that puts music, like that takes the thing you love, music making, and an application to the world. Like makes it applicable. Yes, where you can monetize it, you can leverage it later. Like the like I'm not saying totally ditch your dreams and passions and whatever, because turns out work is a lot of fucking time for the rest of your life. But but you need to be taking classes that are skill development, that are gonna lead you somewhere, that are gonna look like experience on a resume. Because you can mine your classes for resume bullet points, turns out. And we're going to talk about that in the very next episode. So watch out for that. Last thing you want to pay attention to while you're at school during the course of your semester is clubs, committees, networking. Turns out sororities are a great thing to be involved in. We're looking for you to build relationships that will turn into networking opportunities, jobs. Um, That's it. I guess friends. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to that point though, like I, I made the the bulk of my friends, I would say probably 90% of the friends that I have right now, I made between junior and senior year of college. Those friends have not only been friends, but they've also been like business coaches, business opportunities, job opportunities. Like my sister was president of her school association. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Snaps. Hi. Um, Does that make me look better? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Kidding. Um, the relationships that she built as president of that organization, she turned into three jobs. So sometimes your friends are good for something. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> if not, pick different friends, which is why we bring back to what clubs are you involved in. And let's, let's get down to the nitty gritty on this. Like, yeah, sure. It's fun. You can make friends, whatever, whatever. But here's the things you're really learning how to do. You're learning how to manage events. You're learning how to manage people. You're learning how to talk to multiple stakeholders, cross-functional team members. You're looking to manage expectations of all these shareholders. You're looking to manage up, down, and around. Didn't we just talk about this? Mm-hmm. These are the same skills as a job. You're learning how to budget, how to be on time. And at the end of the day, do all that with volunteers. Right, like, right. <laughs> okay. Like, talk about buy-in. Yeah, exactly. Right? Talk about corporate political like capital. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like social capital. All it is is convincing people to do the thing that you want them to do for free. For free. So if you can do that for free, you can certainly convince people to do what you want to do when they're getting paid 70, 80K. What we're saying is doing anything as a club, as an organizer, as a on-campus institution is essentially the same as working in corporate America. Get the fuck involved. So long story short, how do people get experience before they can get experience? The answer is you have the three to five years you need. It's the three to five years you spend in college. Maybe it's three, maybe it's four. Maybe it's five. I mean, for some, it's, it's six, seven. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's three to five is what I'm yeah. mm-hmm. on average. It's three to five. That's where you get that experience. And when you're going into the job field post college, that's where that experience comes from. We're going to talk about what happens if you don't get that three to five years experience in the very next episode. So if you're finding yourself in like, oh shit, like I'm behind. It's not a crisis yet. Not yet. Listen to the next episode. But for now, you have everything you need. So quit bitching about it and get to work. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Advertising I would love team. to do an internship with you. Right? I was a... 
an incredible mentor. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank God. you. I hone my mentoring skills with these kids. They know who they are. Braden. <laughs> now we do too. He's Thanks. great. <laughs> he loves this podcast. Um, does he really? He really does. Awesome. <laughs> um, he sent it to his wife. I'm so tired. <laughs> He plays, he plays what does he play he plays water polo in california oh he went to ucla fantastic yeah yeah. brandon's doing a great job yeah. he's in idaho uh-huh Ugh. so mm-hmm. and then uh with my help and encouragement he is now on the pr team for the olympic water polo team what he didn't want it like he's not good enough to play water polo as a as a professional but he's interested in, he wants to stay close to it so i honed his writing skills his pr skills and now he's doing that Ugh. Ugh. yeah Fantastic. He's doing a great job. Shout yeah. out to Vanessa. So, thank you. Thank That's you. what I'm thank hearing. I'll, I'll take all the accolades. Yes. But internships do do this for you, right? So like even if you, even it, it just gives you that experience like, oh, I want to I want to play water polo, but maybe I'm not good enough to get a spot on a sure. team, but I want to be near it, yeah. right? Like that. Love that's, the sport. Mm-hmm, that's what an internship can give you. It can give you insight into how the industry is working right now because your professors are not in the industry. Right. I hope you probably not. <laughs> right. Probably not. They, they don't know what they're cur- what's currently happening in the industry. An internship can teach you that. 